Hey everyone, welcome to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. And today we are talking about how to lead your family well. So stay tuned and the podcast will start right after this. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. I'm your host, John Hewlin. So glad you decided to spend some time with me today. And I'm really glad you decided to either listen and or watch the podcast. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about leadership, but specifically how to lead your family well. I know many times on this podcast, we spend a lot of time talking about business and how different subjects relate to business. Now, what I'm talking about does relate to business, but I wanted to specifically address families and how to be the kind of leader that your family needs. Whether you're a man or woman, doesn't matter. The principles we're talking about today and the questions to ask yourselves when we get to those in a moment, I think will be extremely, extremely helpful. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. So here it is. We're going to be talking about 10 different ways to lead your family well. So right off the bat, number one, Stand tall from the front. What I mean by that is be an example. Model the type of respect, morals, responsibility, trust, and family fidelity that you want to see across the board. So it's just about being an example. Be that example for your spouse, your significant other, and especially for your kids. Number two, work in partnership with your wife, your spouse, or your child's mom, if you happen to be divorced, like I am. Uh, don't be an island. You know, don't make the mistake of always assuming unilateral authority or that your spouse, your wife, your ex-spouse is on the same page with you. Leadership is something you must talk about and agree on together. So you have this partnership. Whether you're married to that person or not, you have a partnership and it is your job to work in cohesion with that person. So make that happen. Number three, act like a servant. One of the greatest leaders in history, in fact, my favorite leader happens to be Jesus, he modeled servant leadership. And if you want more on servant leadership, check out episode 87. I spend the entire episode talking specifically about servant leadership. But let me get back into it. Jesus modeled servant leadership, and he gave this advice regarding effective leadership. He said, the last shall be first. If you want to be great, act like a servant. And he also said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. So if you want to be a great leader, it is all about serving others. It's about serving your spouse, your significant other, and to a certain extent, serving your children. Number four, live with humility. Effective leaders are not in it for themselves. We're not in it for ourselves. We are in it for the people, and for the mission. Effective leaders are not in it for themselves. They're in it for those they consider most significant to them. 
typically that's our family. Family leaders place their personal leads behind that of the family. Remember, it's not all about you and it's not all about me. It's about them. All right. Number five, think in terms of morals. Moral leadership gains authority through right living, if you will. Be the kind of parent, in this case for me, to be the kind of dad that my family looks up to because I live with such evident goodness. I do things the right way because they are the right way to do it. And that starts with how I think. How I think determines how I act. Same with you. Number six, never stop learning and growing. Be the dad, be the mom who is moving his or her education forward constantly. Let it be said of you, hey, dad is always learning or mom is always getting better. My dad is such an inspiration. My mom is leading the way for our family. Do that. Let that be said of you. And I hope that that is said of me. Number seven, have courage. Leading often means taking a stand. And when we take a stand, it comes at a cost. But remember, when you stand on conviction as family leaders, everyone knows they can rely upon you. So it takes courage to be the leader of your family. Number eight, have an open heart and an open mind. Be ready to admit when you're wrong. Be quick to apologize and open to discussion. Don't confuse any of the things I just mentioned with compromise because they are not the same. So that's one of the things that I had to learn the hard way as a dad when I was younger. And that was, I didn't have a great example when it came to a dad who admitted he was wrong because he didn't. Uh, I don't ever remember my dad apologizing for anything. Um, but that's something, thankfully, that my kids cannot say about me. That is something that I am quick to do. I am quick to apologize. I know when I've done something wrong. Fellas, ladies, be sure to admit that. Because it's an irrefutable fact when you do something wrong. So admit that you did something wrong. And if you're sorry for it, be willing to give that apology and ask for forgiveness. Really important. Number nine, lead with the sure understanding that if you don't, someone else will. This is super important to understand. A leadership vacuum will occur if parents step away from the opportunity to lead. And also understand this, leading your family is not only your right, it is also your responsibility. Now, I hope you understand what I mean when I say that. There's always the opportunity to lead our families. It's there. And if we don't do it, somebody else will. The question is, when that other person does it, is that the type of person that you're going to want leading your family, leading your children, teaching them things that you need to be teaching, that I need to be teaching? So keep that in mind. And this is number 10. I don't know that this is for everyone, but this is, again, from my perspective when it comes to leadership. I think this is important when it comes to leading family. So take this with a grain of salt, but you all know that I am a person of faith. So what I happen to say on number 10 relates to that lead from your knees. At the very least, praying for your kids, your spouse, and your significant other, it gives you focused attention and thought. And at the most, what we're asking for is the best from all of us. We're asking for help and for wisdom. That's something I pray for often, folks. 
I pray for wisdom. I pray to God, please help me in this situation. Help me to understand what I need to know. Give me guidance and direction to know the right thing to do and help me avoid what's not helpful. I can't tell you the number of times that that has not only helped me personally, but kept my family out of harm's way in many different situations. So I offer that to you as number 10 when it comes to leading your family. Now, in addition to those 10 different ways to lead your family well, I want to offer this as well. As you're doing that, as you're incorporating these 10 different things in leading your families well, during that process, I submit to you four different questions for you to ask uh, your wife, your spouse, and your kids whenever you interact with them. And these are really, really helpful questions. So I hope you'll take a hold of these. So let's jump into those four questions real quick. Here we go. Number one, what can I do to help? I promise you, this is like music to your family's ears. I don't care what you're doing or what you've just finished. Get in the habit of constantly asking your wife, your spouse, your kids, honey, what do you need me to help you with? How can I help you today? Now, understand that the answer you receive may interrupt your day, your routine, or your plans, but it will make a huge deposit in her emotional bank account. It'll make the same sort of deposit in your kids' bank account. By constantly asking your wife or spouse and asking your kids this question, you're going to be leading them by demonstrating what real leadership looks like. Real leaders serve. You've heard me say that before, and I will keep on saying it. As a leader, show, don't tell your family what serving is and looks like. Question number two, how can I do this with excellence? Now, if your wife or your spouse tells you that she needs help with something, don't just do it to get it done. Do it with excellence, even better than she could have imagined possible. Because not only will you impress her, you're going to show her you were sincere in your request to help. Because nobody wants to hear someone who asks because they have to, oh, what can I do to help? And then you help and you kind of do it in a begrudging way. Nobody likes that. And then they're not going to ask. They're not going to offer something in the future because they don't want to hear it. So don't do that. And as a leader, it's your job and my job to set the standard in our homes. We need to raise the bar and demonstrate what excellence looks like. We are setting the example for our children to follow, and we want them to know what excellence is. I know that you do, and I know I do. Question number three, what did I learn from this? Even in your best efforts and in mine, we are going to make mistakes. But now is not the time to beat ourselves up over making those mistakes. Instead, let's learn from our mistakes. That's called failing, folks. Failing's a good thing. When we're failing, we have the opportunity to learn. So let's do that. If you've tried to help your spouse and you try to do it with excellence, but somehow it went wrong, here's what you do. You just own it, admit it, and then ask yourself, how can you do it different next time? So even if you did do it right, continue in the habit of asking yourself, how can I do this even better? Your wife, your spouse, your kids won't necessarily know that you're doing that, but if you're helping them out in an area more than once, they're going to notice any improvement you've made the second and subsequent times around. 
Leaders do not settle for good enough if better is possible. And finally, question number four, is this the best use of my time? This question is so critically important as we lead our families. Nothing expresses love more than T-I-M-E, time. So how we choose to spend our time reflects what's most important to us. So as you ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? Always choose to do what's most important for your marriage, your relationships, and your family. Yes, that may mean you miss catching a ball game or watching your favorite TV show or a tea time with your friends or tinkering on the car, which is something I like to do. But the message that you send your family is going to be loud and clear. And it's going to say, it's going to say something like this. Our family is more important to him than anything else. Leadership's a, stu- a two-way street. You can't be a great leader without being a great servant. And the more you serve your wife, your spouse, your kids, the more they are going to want to serve and support you as the leader in your home. So choose to lead by your actions and not just your words. I hope that you found this information helpful in talking about leadership in a slightly different way, specifically in how to lead your family well. Talking about 10 different ways to do it and then questions to ask as you're leading. These are things that I am doing on a frequent basis, and they have helped me so much over the years. The way, the various ways that I have improved as a leader, as a dad, just in all of my relationships, doing these very things, my skill sets have gone through the roof. And my ability to be able to lead well has kept up with my ability to get better at all those things. So I hope you found these things helpful. Uh, you know, give me a shout and let me know what you think about them. I really would love to hear. If you have anything you would add to that, please let me know because we can add to that list because I think it's a good list. And this, if this is a list of something that you would like to have, let me know and I'll create a PDF and make it available. So today's episode is kind of short, but that was pretty much the point because not everything has to be long. I love doing this for you guys. You are my heartbeat. You are why I do this. Originally, I started this podcast specifically to help men get better and to help men get better at their most significant relationships. And that comes in the form of leadership, of course, and then how to translate that into their business relationships. But it has expanded beyond that. And I know that I've had the tremendous opportunity to be able to help ladies along the way. Um, Ladies, I don't pretend to have all the answers. Men, I don't either. But I share what I know. I share the ways I've messed up and what I've learned from that and how I've gotten better, I think. And I feel like those things have helped. And you all have given me lots and lots of feedback, which has been tremendous. And I'm going to wrap up with this. Speaking of that feedback, I would love to get more of your feedback related to the podcast. Ratings and reviews are huge for any podcaster. So whatever platform, you check out this podcast on, I would love to get a rating and a review. Those reviews are hugely, hugely important because it it helps us rise to the top so that when people are looking for this specific topic, they can find it quickly. And so if that is YouTube, if it's Apple, if it's Google, if it's Samsung, if it's Stitcher, if it's Spotify, whatever platform, let us know. And if there is a platform 
that you consume podcasts on that we're not on, let me know and I'll make sure we get on there. So thanks again for your time. Thanks for paying attention. You guys are tremendous. I love that. So have a fantastic, fantastic day. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.